0: What's going on, everybody? This is Miles. Listen to Real Talk with Miles Johnson, and today's episode. Let me first start off with saying Happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening to this episode right now. I mean, I had a great Thanksgiving with the fam. Uh, Some good vibes all around. I mean, my favorite two dishes, my favorite dishes on Thanksgiving are candy yams and macaroni and cheese. I mean, that's just that's just that that's just the best dishes. Stamp ain't nothing, ain't nothing over it. Some some people might say stuffing, the greens turkey whatever no nothing touching candy yams, and making cheese and if you think yams is nasty then guess what your mom your grandma your auntie whoever your, your great grandma they just ain't cooking it right they ain't cooking it right at all but let's start off with this video let's start off with this episode excuse me for that i'm gonna talk about the sixers offseason moves we're gonna talk about the bucks we am talking about the hawks lakers all the contenders uh you know in the NBA and talk about the uh talk about the Suns as well, right? So let's first off with, with the Sixers. I mean, I'm gonna give them an A plus. A plus, man. I mean they got off Al Horford's contract. They should have never signed him to begin with. Uh but they ended up acquiring Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson. Now you might think, oh, we got Danny Green, he sucks. He isn't that bad, bro. Y'all was spicing. Y'all was spicing. He's not that bad. He is he's he's won three championships with three different teams. Uh so we can't be that bad if you know if he won a chip with the Spurs in 2014, won a chip with the Raptors in 2019, won a chip with the Lakers, obviously in 2020. He's a sharp he's a shooter. I wouldn't say sharpshooter right now, but he, he's a shooter. Uh and you know he's a proven vet that has been there, has done that, and he can teach you know the younger guys on the Sixers, you know, how to win, how to be how to be a professional. Um, you know, in the NBA. So I feel like that was a great pickup and a, and, a, and, a, and another shooter for Ben Simmons. Now they also traded for Seth Curry, uh trading away Josh Richardson and a pick. And I think that's a great move. Great move. I mean, Del Mori, he's snapping right now. He got, he got him, uh, Danny Green, another shooter. He got Seth Curry, who is a dead eye shooter. He is a career 44% three-point shooter. I mean, them Curry, man, I don't know what Dell Curry did to his kids. Might have had them uh, in the backyard shooting uh, from sun up to sundown, but something in them jeans, something in them curry jeans, but they just know how to shoot that three. And Seth, Seth Curry has shown he's not only just a three-point specialist, he can uh, you know he can create his own shot a little bit, get to the basket. And he's shown that against the Clippers in that series. So a great pickup by him. Not, not to mention he is Doc's son-in-law. Now we also Acquired, oh, they also drafted Tyrese Maxey, Kentucky guard. Um, and I'm surprised that he fell to 21st in the draft. I thought he'd be higher, i uh, be a lottery pick, but um, I feel like this was a steal for the Sixers. And you know, Coach Calipari, he was very high on Tyrese Maxey, even texted Doc. He said, I quote, I was texting Doc before they picked him, and I said, You are going to love him. And and uh, Doc texting him back after they after they jacked him, he was like, "You better be right." Uh, and I feel like Tyrus Maxey, he will live up to expectation. I feel like he's a great a great young player, and with, you know, with the track record of Kentucky guards with Tyler Hero with Jamal Murray, I mean, they have been they have been producing studs out the Kentucky basketball program uh so i'm um, very high on Tyrese max i thought like it was it was a it was a it was a great pickup for the 76ers and let's get into the bucks i'm gonna give them a c minus man c minus i mean they signed drew holiday but they kind of gave up too much for him but they gave up a lot for him you know three picks gave up eric bledsoe gave up uh, what three uh three picks and two swaps so i mean like you gave up a lot for drew holiday and the Bullion Bogdanovich trade fell through. I am thinking, you know, if the if the Bogdanovich trade falls through uh, falls through, then you know what, they they've gotten much better than they were last season. Um, but with them only getting Drew Holiday and the Bogdanovich trade or Bogdanovich, yeah, signing trade falling out of falling through, it, it ain't it ain't work out. Um, I think Giannis is set to leave, man. And you know, obviously, you know what. What will determine if this offseason what was a success is if Giannis signs that signs that super deal, which I don't think he will. But if I was him, I would sign that bread. And then you know what I you know if things aren't going my going my way in the next uh, one to two years, to I'm signing that I'm telling them to trade me somewhere else. So I'm guess what I can get my money. Uh, but you know what you know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get am I'm gonna get a chip whether it's you know getting traded or whatever. But but uh you know a guarantee. But uh, Getting that much money with, with a registered contract in the NBA he would get if he signed that supermax deal. I mean that doesn't that's just that that's just that 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 just doesn't come very often. Now with the but now with the hooks, sorry about that. But with the hooks, I give him I give him a B plus. The reason why I gave him a B plus is because they signed Boyang Badanovich, snatched him up from the Bucks. They signed Rondo as well. Now Rondo uh, will be able to mentor Trey Young and another smart guy in the locker room that will I think. Push them past, um, or at least get them to the playoffs. You know, I feel like they can be a six seed in the East, and they that they, they also signed Danielle Gallinari. I feel like this wasn't. I feel like they didn't need a need need to uh, sign Gallinari. They already have Camaris. They already have DeAndre Hunter. They don't need another small forward. Uh, plus, you're kind of stunning stunning the growth of your two promising uh, small forwards. Uh, but other than that, I mean, they got probably the best shooting backcourt in the league. With, with Clay out right now with Trey Young and Boyan Bogdanovich. So they are poised to, you know, make this playoffs and possibly make a run. Be, make, they, could, they could possibly upset a team. So let's get into the Lakers. I'll give them an A. And, you know, they added Wesley Matthews, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Gasol. I mean, the rich keep getting richer. It's, it's just how it seems. I mean, they added the top two candidates for six Man of the year last season. And you know, I wish they kept every Bradley, uh, but at the end of the day, they got deeper, they got better. You know, what you know, last season they thought you know the the Lakers bench was their weakest link, or you know, oh you know, was the weak link of the Lakers team. Uh, but in fact, they improved their bench mightily, and you know, with their poise for when LeBron leaves or when, or when AD leaves or when they're both out of the game. To stay afloat and to still get buckets. I mean, if you got Dennis Schroeder, if you have Machado, Harold in the starting lineup or in a lineup in general, they gonna get buckets regardless, man. They're both some dogs. And I'm, I'm you know, as a Lakers fan, as, as a Bron fan, I'm happy that they acquired them as well as Mar- as well as Marcus. Saul. he isn't the defender he once was, but he's still a good defender and he can pass out the post and also stretch the floor shooting some threes. So, but it was a great pickup. And Wesley Matthews is a definitely an upgrade from Danny Green. Now, and they also signed KCP and Markeith Morris, so I feel like they are just set to repeat as champs next season. Now, let's get into the Clippers. With the, I gave them a C. Now, it, I gave them a C not for what they did, but for what they kind of did not do, right? Now, they did not sign Ra- Ra- Rajon Rondo, who we all thought would be a Clipper, and I think it would help his, his Hall of Fame case if, you, if he was a Clipper. Uh, he ended up taking that bag and going to the Hawks, but you know, they should have signed uh, Rondo. They, he was one of the few, uh, you know, free agents on the market who was a true point guard, which is what they needed. Uh, you know, Patrick Beverly is not unless you have a leader on your team or like, uh, like unless you got like a Bron on your team, you can't have Patrick Beverly uh, as your starting point guard. You know, on your team, uh, he isn't. You know, that guy. You know, he like he'll, he'll talk a lot, uh, but you know, he's not that type of guy. He's not a floor general that you need to orchestrate your offense. Then you know they don't have a leader. The Clippers don't don't have a leader. They ain't, you know they didn't get nobody that's that's like a leader on their team. Kawhi is a, is a great player, but he's not a leader. Paul George is a great player. He's he's not a leader. So they haven't fixed the you know the the things that you know was the problem last season. Now they added Serge Ibaka. They re-signed Marquise Morris. They traded for Luke Kennard. Those are all great moves. But do I think adding Serge Ibaka puts them over the top? Heck no. So they'll have to do more, you know, more work to if if they want to get to if they want to get past the West, and never mind beat the Lakers. They gotta they gotta talk. They gotta uh you know think about being the Mavs, who who uh, who got Luca. Uh, you gotta think about being the but we'll, we'll get into them a little bit later as well. The Nuggets, like they got a lot of people to worry about. Aside from the Lakers, the Lakers are the last problem, you know, really, that they should be thinking about. They got uh, the West is stacks. So they got a whole lot of teams that they should be worried about before they should totally focus on the Los Angeles Lakers. Now let's get into the Suns. I'm, I'm going to give them an A-, minus, right, because they added CP3. Uh, I wish they kept Kelly Oubre, but I guess that that's fine or whatever. I mean, I think with with with, with adding CP3, especially going on, uh, especially uh, after – their uh successful bubble run going 8-0. Uh, and their uh great coach Monty Milk Mon- Williams. I think you know this was a great pickup to get CP3. I wish he went to a to a contender, but I feel like the Suns can be a fifth seed, can be a sixth seed, they can even be a fourth seed if stuff if things go their way. Uh and I feel like Devin Booker is ascending as a superstar, and DeAndre Ayton is uh is becoming a star in this league. And this will be a scary team to to play in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play him if I was the Lakers or whoever else, you know, you know, with you know with Chris Paul joining the OKC Thunder last season. We didn't think they'd be a fourth seed in the West. So so I don't know what the what what the Suns will be this next season, but the ceiling for them is obviously it's obviously high. But I don't see them as a contender, but definitely a playoff team. In the stacked Western Conference. Now let's talk about the Trailblazers. This is the last team for today's episode. Now I'm gonna give them a B plus, and they haven't really. A matter of fact, I'm gonna give them an A minus, man. I'm gonna give them an A minus because they have a squad. They got a squad. I mean, they traded away Trevor Ariza and two first round picks for Robert Covington. Robert Covington, he showed that he's a he's one of the best three and D players in the game. Uh, he was just lining up. Uh, you know, with the with the Rockets, you know, in the postseason last last year, I mean, he was doing great. Uh, you know, and he's 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 the type of guy every team wants to have. Robert Covington, man, every team wants to have him. Now let's talk about their let's talk about like their their uh their uh starting lineup. They got Damon Lillard at the one, CJ McComb at the two. They will have Robert Covington at the three. Probably have Camelo Anthony at the four. Or maybe come or maybe have him have him off have him off the bench, maybe put in Zach Collins and then and, and then have, you know, Yusuf Nurkic. Because remember, uh last season, Nurkic did not play a lot. Except except during the playoffs, he didn't really play that much. And Zach Collins was injured for the whole playoffs. They he, they are they are actually bringing him back. And in his cancer, they re-signed him. So they got a squad, man. They're pretty deep. And I see them being a top three team. In the Western Conference, I feel like them and the Nuggets will battle for that second or or third seed in the West. Uh, So they're definitely a talented squad. And damn look, he got a squad on his hands. They can go far in the playoffs. Thank you all for tuning into this episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on post notifications so you know when I'm posting and when new episodes have dropped. With that being said, we out.